Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio, a podcast for and about the people of the Nashville restaurant scene. Now here's your host, the CEO of New Light Hospitality Solutions, Brandon Still. Hello, Music City, and welcome to the Nashville Restaurant Radio Roundup, presented by Springer Mountain Farms Chicken. My name is Brandon Still, and I am joined by Delia Joe Ramsey. She is the editor of Eater Nashville. Well, here we are, another week. You got to have a little vacation. Welcome back. Did you have a nice time? Oh my gosh, it was so good to get away. I hadn't left town except for family stuff since November. So getting away, just change of scenery. We were socially distanced the whole time. We kind of just stayed at the house and grilled out with neighbors and went out on the boat. We went to a steakhouse one night and kind of threw down and did it right and just enjoyed a change of scenery being on the water. And every time I go to the ocean, I don't know why I've never lived at a beach, but it's it's going to be in my vision board for the future, you know? I, every time that we go, there's 100% of the time a conversation about budget. And like, do you think we could afford yeah. like a condo? Do you think we could do it? And we always settle like maybe a lake house. We just, we got to live on the water. We got to have something on the water. And then we never do it. Well, I'm going to make it happen. I think it, I'm going to give it on my 10 year plan to get by the there you, water. There you at go. Least, at least somehow, you know? So that was good. Um, good to get away for sure and reset. And uh, all good. How about you? Uh, I'm doing, you know what? I've been sick. So (laughs) I've been sick. I took a COVID test and it was negative. And uh, I was supposed to be going, I was supposed to be on a flight to California this morning and uh, canceled it. Just went ahead and moved it to next week. And you were just now in Florida. We were just in Florida. And uh, now I'm going to California. California just announced that they have the the most amount of coronavirus cases in the entire country. So I feel like I'm playing this game of like chasing Corona. Like we're going, we're going to Florida in the, when it's like the epidemic, you know, hotspot of Florida. I'm like, Oh, let's go to Florida. It's like, and California has the most, well, let's go to California. But you know, it's funny. Exploring coronavirus throughout the country. Yeah. You know, I feel like I'm, I'm doing a documentary. Well, we, it's funny because, you know, I've got this cough. And I've got a cough, and it's like every 15 minutes or so. I'm sure you'll hear it during the show. If I can mute it, I will. But, like, I had a coronavirus test, and they said it's not that. I don't have a fever. I've got kind of like a run. It's like allergy, maybe bronchitis. And I'm going to go see the doctor this morning. Um, but it's like I can't be on an airplane, right? Like, you can't be on an airplane for five hours, like, coughing every 15 minutes. You would be like... I mean, I can't control what my faces do. And I mean, I might shoot you a dirty look or two if you're on my flight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like if I'm at Kroger and somebody sneezes three aisles over, I'm like, who is it? <laughs> yeah. What's going on? And, you know, I kind of feel like there's no other sickness out there. Like it's either Corona or nothing. It's like, has the flu completely gone away? Have these other, I was like, I haven't heard about anybody else being sick besides coronavirus. The common cold is gone now too. Did you know that? It's unbelievable. It's just, it's just incredible. So no, I, I, you know what, I've been hiking this week and trying to just act like I, I felt great because I knew I was going to California. And then I just realized that I, back to the last week we were talking about how kind of a sick person I was like, you know, okay, I'm sick. I'm just going to get better. Too bad. Did you get any so, uh, yet? What's that? 
Did you get any of your preferred sickness candy yet? Yes. Sour Patch Kids. Um, I am. I've not. I've not had Sour Patch Kids. Oh. What I have had is a. Um, and a, a kid just walked up to me and gave me a little hug. That was really special. Um, I have had Reese's peanut butter cup Klondike bars, mini Klondike bars. Okay. Has been and then uh, Luigi's Italian ice mango flavor. I've been going with the ice cream theme for this sickness. My my dad always swore by that, so it'll probably be better tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Hopefully, we'll see what the doctor says. But yeah. you know. So we had a pretty good week on the show. Had um, Jesse Goldstein come on the show, and he is the owner of Fresh Branding in the Food Sheriff Department. Do you do you know him? Have you met him? I have only met him maybe a couple of times. We judged a um, competition together once. I was so shocked that he even decided to come on the show because he is like notoriously like I want to be behind the scenes. I don't want right. to be in the like he does all this stuff like. I was just so excited he came on the show because he's one of the most interesting people I think that I've interviewed. I, I just, yeah, I love him. And then um, Christy and Sean Hackinson, the owners of the Alley on Main, that was fun. We had a really good time catching up with them. Those guys are just amazing. Um, I had so much fun. Every time I would go into their restaurant, they're just they're they're just buzzing around, and and everybody there that works there is just they're such a get it place. Like you walk in and you can feel that they're doing a fantastic job. And it was nice to hear their story and where they came from and kind of all that. And then the newly reopened game was fun too. They did a really good job. Nice. Um, they knew each other. They they nailed it. So um, they started a TikTok account this week. Wait, what? You TikTok? Did? You did? Well, for Nashville Restaurant Radio. Okay. I have decided I'm old for TikTok, and, and I don't understand it. Well, I felt that way about Instagram at one point. <laughs> and now it's now it's everything. So I figured that, you know, I'm doing, we're doing all, we are doing all these videos mm -hmm. with um, chefs reading Yelp reviews. Okay. And uh, so any, the, you have to be a 60 second video, right? That's what it has to be. It's just, it's like Instagram for pictures, but it's like for short videos. It has to be less than 60 seconds. 60 seconds or less. Okay. So um, I've put two videos up there. I put up the video for uh, Nick and Audra. Mm -hmm. And then I put up the Layla Vartanian video and they've got like 3000 watches already. Wait, so do I have to download this to see that? Yep. No. <laughs> you got to do it. It's actually pretty interesting. I I told my wife that I did this and she was like, honey, like that's for teenagers. And I'm like, there's a lot of adults on there. Really? I promise. So we have to yeah. dance. Like, <laughs> I feel like you have to dance if you're on TikTok. And I mean. That's that's a thing too. I think that's a perception. You, you I don't think you have to. I was on dance team, but I don't, I don't really want to dance right now. So. You know what I think we should do? <laughs> I think that we need to have a chef reading a bad review and then we need to create a dance to it. To the, to the bad review. Yeah. We'll put music behind it. We'll have a chef reading a bad review <laughs> and then we will, we can like choreograph a dance to it. I think that would be a, a popular video in this town. I mean, it could work. We could do it like from a rooftop somewhere. I, you know what? I like it. I think we get like a, make a whole happening about it. <laughs> Have a chef reading a review and then us dancing to it. All right, guys. 
Now you have to go to TikTok and follow our account because that's going to happen one day. We got to make that happen. All right. We're all well and (laughs) we have to social distance all the time. Yes, absolutely. Masked dancing. Yes. Uh, I also got stickers. National Restaurant stickers? Nashville Restaurant Radio stickers. They are three and a half inch circles. And they say Nashville Restaurant Radio. And now you can put them on your laptop or on your window of your restaurant or on the back of your car. However you want to let people know that you are a Nashville Restaurant Radio fan. You could go to our website, www.nashvillerestaurantradio.com. And you can purchase these stickers. They're only $2. And I will mail them to you with a handwritten thank you letter. Because, you know, we're just a little podcast. It'd be really cool uh, for people to help support us. And just buy a sticker. I mean, they're two bucks, right? Maybe I'll buy a dozen. Maybe I'll get someone to do a giveaway on Instagram or something. I like it. Yeah. um, Since you know somebody here, I may even give you a couple of them. Please. Yes. So, um, everything else good? You want to get into Nashville restaurant news? Oh, we've got some news this week. Um, On a few fronts. So starting tonight, Let's do it. starting tonight, uh, according to Mayor Cooper's new order, any place serving alcohol is required to close by 10 p.m. So there is some backlash, and I think there's some pissed off tourists. Well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, look, guys, let's all be serious here, okay? Can we be serious for a minute? One sec. I think it's common knowledge the coronavirus only comes out after 10. Actually, I think that's breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> coronavirus. I thought corona isn't coronavirus a nocturnal virus? It's yeah. like it's only a nighttime thing, right? Right. So ten o'clock is gonna definitely stop it. Yes. Wow. I mean, so th- God bless you, Mayor Cooper. Thank goodness <laughs> we have this ten o'clock curfew because now the virus is going to end. This is amazing. I mean, my mom always said nothing good happens after midnight, but who knew it was ten p.m. all along? Thank you. Coronavirus oh gosh um yeah that's not good tonight 10 o'clock huh 10 o'clock tonight go to the liquor store now if you would like to drink after 10 p.m um also big this week on eater i mean we slashed traffic records this week all i did was recap tmz calling us no maskville and that story made fox news last night too i mean this tmz coverage of Broadway is huge. Um, no Maskville, everyone. Yeah. I, don't you love it when uh, our city gets labeled? <laughs> I mean, Music City, No Maskville. It's uh, <laughs> the No Mask thing. I feel like we beat that we have. to absolute death. I don't want to talk about but it. But, you know, you don't want to talk about it? Not anymore, do you? Have you been wearing a mask everywhere that you go? Yeah, and you know what? I'm starting to have an issue. It's called mask. Wait, tell me. It's called mask knee, and it's <laughs> now a daily part of my vocabulary. And yesterday, I went to the chiropractor with my mask on, and they were like, "You know, you couldn't take it off during your treatment." And I was like, "Nope." At this point, it's just to cover my mask knee. And the girl was like, "Oh my gosh, I have it too." And then we compared mask knee, and she was like, "We're all slaves now." And then I was like, "Well." I just was trying to make a joke and cover up 
my mask. <laughs> you're you're like I just want to use the word mask me in a sentence, and she went from zero to crazy in like two seconds. Yeah, I was like, well, I didn't mean for that to happen. We're mask. slaves. We're all slaves now. <laughs> yeah, we're in a pandemic. <laughs> it happens. I've been wearing it to a fault, but I got some new masks. Tennessee Brew Works brought me some lunch this week and beer. And there are two new masks, and I'm so excited because I don't have to keep wearing the same mask every day. And nice. Makeup over it. So yeah. I saw, I saw somebody on Facebook write, um, but somebody today things I thought I'd never hear somebody say. Hey, your mask is cute. Yep. <laughs> like it's a new thing. Like you got to get like somebody put a uh, my buddy Brian put a post on Instagram that had a picture of like a Louis Vuitton face mask and it was like this was like months ago and it said williamson county face mask version and i was like huh I'm like i really bet that's coming i mean if it's not already here i've seen people with matching masks with their outfits and now i'm kind of feeling bad about my mask wardrobe so i need to expand it so i think mm-hmm. i had to take my dad to the hospital last week and um we were on an elevator and there was like five people on the elevator all kind of like all separated, but one person wasn't wearing a mask and she looked so uncomfortable. Yeah. And I was like, look at this. It's working. It's working. <laughs> I didn't say anything to her, but I mean, now the people without masks are feeling uncomfortable. Public all right. No more mask talking. No more mask talk. Now we can talk about openings. You want to talk about openings? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So East Nashville hearts is a new all day Australian inspired cafe from the Attaboy owners and Kate Ross. So they're doing all day. They've got coffee. They've got a full bar. They've got a bunch of egg based dishes inspired by Melbourne, Australia, which I'm not really familiar what those dishes are. So I'm excited to go one day, maybe bring my laptop and check it out. Yeah, for sure. And then um, pepper pot, I believe it's a Caribbean restaurant. They were affected by the tornado. And they are finally reopening after all of the pandemic closures as well. Good for them. Excited for Henrietta Fish Camp. What do you think about this? So the Henrietta Fish Camp and Party Market is Julia Sullivan's pivot from Henrietta Red. Is it going to be at Henrietta Red? Yep. Nice. So... It's Seaside Shack inspired, and it's going to be just a pop-up for a limited time. They'll have meals to go and market items like seafood for you to take home and cook, oysters, breads, and pastries. They're also going to open up their patios for where you can seat yourself and dine there, or you can bring like a blanket and picnic on their shared courtyard. So that's kind of exciting. So they, so they closed for a bit. And then they were open, right, for takeout? No, I mean, they closed. I think they're reopening maybe as this Henrietta Fish camping. They closed just to kind of take a little break. They were all exhausted. So I'm excited for that. And then a place called Republic is coming to Second Avenue. It kind of looks like a place with like elevated bar food. Um, not really sure much about that just yet. And then Pie Town Tacos is coming with some street style tacos, Nashville hot tacos, and those are all opening next week. So that's awesome. So I got a chance to actually talk with Jason Crockrell, and um, we're going to go to that interview right now. All right. So we have a new restaurant coming in here into Nashville, and I have Jason Crockrell here. Um, Jason, you guys are, you're the owner right now of Flavor Catering and your wife, Leah. 
Yeah, so we, uh, we've been doing uh, flavor for about 15 years now uh, in and around Nashville uh, and kind of started out in the Franklin area. Nice. And now you're branching out to a new brick and mortar. Tell me about it. Yeah, totally. Because that's the really uh, smart thing to do these days is open a restaurant right now in the middle of all this. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, totally. That's what I said. Uh, I'm going to go with that. So, uh, yeah, we, I mean, we wanted to, uh, we wanted to do something for a while. Um, really passionate just about uh, Mexican food, tacos, uh, fast casual kind of idea. And, um so we've been working on it a while, and then uh, Hot Diggity Dog, a space that we love down in Pie Town, our little neighborhood, uh, came available. Gail had been down there a long time, and she was just an ambassador for that neighborhood. And when that spot became available, we just really wanted to make sure that whoever went in there next was really going to care about the neighborhood, uh, the community, the food, just that whole thing, and uh, who better do it than us. Our catering business is actually positioned right next door. so. It makes a lot of sense for us to operate a restaurant and then utilize our commissary kitchen, which is right right next door. Well, I think you are speaking after my own heart with the Mexican restaurant theme. Like I, that's my wife and I go to all the time. And Delia, who's on this show with me, she is the queen of queso. I have to ask for her: Are you? Can you give? Tell me your queso options. What's going on with the queso at the new place? Yeah, so I mean, I think you know the 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 key things with queso, and obviously Dalia being the queen of queso, I will default to her somewhat on this. Um, but you know, I mean, I think the the consistency's got to be on point. Um, ours has a little bit of green chili in it, which I think uh, adds a nice uh, flavor to it. Um, not too spicy, but a little something in the background to let you know it's there. And then I think it's just about being you know super creamy and just right. Uh, so we're going to offer it straight up with some delicious corn tortilla chips, uh, but we're also going to offer it with house-made chorizo as a garnish. And then we're also doing uh, a house-made tofu chorizo, which is a really cool garnish to put on top as well. Oh, wow. So what's the menu? Is it going to be set? You're going to start off with takeout and, and delivery only. Is that correct? Yeah, so uh, the building is actually still going through the process of uh, codes and kind of finishing out the construction end of things. And so while that's going on, um, we have a food truck that we've branded under the Pie Town logo. And so the food truck is actually going to sit right next to the restaurant. And we're just going to go on and launch it right off the food truck and treat the truck as the restaurant. So we'll be offering through Postmates. Uh, Grubhub, we can order online through our website, or you can do walk up and we'll have contactless, you know, capability where you can uh, just get your meal, grab it and go. Excellent. And what, when do you open? So uh, we'll open up next Tuesday, the 28th. Um, we're at 614 UN Avenue, right downtown, uh, right behind City Winery. And um, yeah, then check us out at uh, PyTownTacos.com. Check out the menu. The full menu is posted there. We're going to operate with a limited menu until we get inside the building, uh, which we hope is sooner rather than later. But, you know, we'll see. So that was going to be my next question. Uh, when is the building going to be ready? But that is such great news that we've got some fantastic, a brand new Mexican restaurant coming to kind of the downtown area in Pie Town. 
It's uh, 614 Ewing Avenue, and it's uh, right off of Lafayette. Uh, it's kind of behind Music City Center and uh, right on the backside of City Winery, where if you're headed over to our friend at Tennessee Brew Works, uh, they're just down the street from us on the right-hand side. Excellent. So that's a, that's a fantastic location. Love that a, a, an ambassador of the area is moving into that spot and cannot wait to come and uh, give it a shot. You'll you'll probably see Delia over there real soon because she lives like two minutes from that spot. So she's going to be very excited about this news. Jason Crockrell, thank you so much for coming on the show today. All right, brother. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Okay, so we are back. And um, that was a cool little snippet. So I hope you get to go check out Pie Town Tacos. Uh, threw me out of their food truck for the short time. But when that restaurant opens, I think that's going to be a really welcome addition to Pie Town. <laughs> So, uh, Delilah, <laughs> uh, do we have any closings? I get called in. I'll answer anything at this point. Yes. You know? Is that your name? Fox. D-E-L-I-O last night. So I'm like, there's what's the dealio back, I, back in the house, you know? So I'll, I'll answer anything. But closings, people will not confirm closings for me, Brandon. Um, let let this be a plea here. I know when, no one wants to talk about closings or, or bad things, but when things close, I need verification that they're closed. And, and tips help, too. So if you have any tips about closings or confirmations about closings, do let us know. You can DM us. Yes, please do. Uh, we just want people to know what's – this is this is information yeah. only. We're not trying to – you know, we're just trying to let people know what's happening out there. All right, what about jobs? I saw a bunch of jobs this week. So the return of Elliston Place Soda Shop. Is that finally about to open? I think it's imminent. I don't have confirmation, but they are hiring on Craigslist. And it's right next door to the old location. And I love that spot. I think it's such an important Nashville place. So excited to see them hiring. Uh, Bell Mead Meet and 3 is hiring. Hey, I'm just going to throw back to that new mm-hmm. Elliston Place Soda Shop. You know, that's not only is that going to be a cool deal. You know, Randy Rayburn's consulting company really put that thing together. Mm-hmm. And um, Jim Myers is on the show and he was talking about that place back in the day and just kind of their history. I don't think that's going to be like the old Elston Place soda shop. Like, yeah, I kind of went there, didn't go there. Like, this is going to be a new version of it that is completely revamped with fantastic everything. They're going to increase quality on everything. Like, it's going to be a Randy Rayburn ran place. And, um, I think it's going to be really amazing. So when, when that does open, or if you have a chance to go work there, uh, that's a that's going to be a fantastic job and place to go eat. Absolutely. I think that's one of the Nashville iconic spots that I'm glad is, is coming back. Um, beyond that, Bellamy Meet and 3, Hattie B is hiring, M Street is hiring, in Lebanon, Town Square Social, and in Franklin, 1799 Kitchen and Cocktails at the Harpeth Hotel. Also, Chef's Market, which I've been wanting to go there for a while and still haven't made it. I think it's in Goodlettsville. Right? Oh, God. You haven't been to Chef's Market? No, I don't like to drive. Can you drive me? <laughs> well, you have to find it first because it is in a little strip mall and you would have no idea where it is, but they do more food and catering out of that place. It is incredible. Jim Hagee over there does a great job. I need to go. I need to go. Yeah, really good place. Last one I saw was Brightside Bake Shop, which I love. They're looking for a full-time baker. So a great pastry chef, uh, baker opportunity there. Fantastic. So if you need a job out there, uh, we recommend that you go check out foenbo.com. That's F-O-H-N-B-O-H.com. 
um, they have it's a it's a whole new way for you to find a job here in Nashville, and they are locally owned and operated. Um, Hallie Hayes and Mary Pella Thompson been on the show uh, last week, week before last, and um, hear all about what they're doing. If you do need a job, go check them out. And on that note, we're going to take just a short break to tell you about our sponsors. Springer Mountain Farms is a family-owned business nestled in the hills of the Blue Ridge Mountains with over 50 years' experience in raising chickens. We exercise great care in all that we do, and our dedication providing our chickens with a quality life and healthy diet results in a healthier, more delicious chicken for you and your family to enjoy. Try Springer Mountain Farms chicken today by locating a store or restaurant near you or ordering online at springmountainfarms.com. Nashville's own Pennington Distilling Company produces Davidson's Reserve Tennessee Whiskey. In fact, it's the first grain-to-glass Tennessee whiskey made in Nashville since Prohibition. They also distill Pickers Vodka, Walton's Vodka, and Whisper Creek Tennessee Sipping Cream. Pick up a bottle at your favorite package store today or order a drink at your favorite restaurant. Visit them at penningtondistillingco.com. Foambo is the newest way to hire and be hired in the hospitality industry in Nashville, Tennessee. So visit fohandboh.com for more details. And remember, it's free through August, so sign up now. Times are tough, but recovery doesn't have to be. Kurtz Hospitality Marketing is a full-service sales, marketing, and public relations agency dedicated to growing revenue for their clients. Contact them at 615-456-3953 or at www.kurtzhospitality.com. That's K-U-R-T-Z, hospitality.com. And welcome back. Uh, another thing, you know, you hear those sponsors out there, and these are the people that are supporting us. And while we want to do this show, we want to support our locally owned and operated restaurants. Uh, we can't do this show without the sponsors. So they're the ones supporting your restaurants. Please, if you have an opportunity, support them. Go check them out. Go online. Look up their websites. Uh, go to our website. We have a sponsor tab where you can see all of our sponsors all together. And please check out their websites and use them as best you can. One last sponsor is Mobile Fixture. Mobile Fixture has all your restaurant equipment needs. If you have a restaurant and you need new equipment, if you're about to open a restaurant, they will help you. They will take your blueprints. They will help you design your kitchen. They'll help you find the exact product that you need for what you're going to be doing. Um, and then they will help you. They will deliver it, install it, help you learn how to use it. These guys are the full-on real deal. So give Ben Whitlock a call over there at Mobile Fixture. Go check out their full showroom in Smyrna. Set up an appointment to uh, talk to them today. Uh, coincidentally, they are the sponsors for our next segment, which is our local legend. Our local legend this week is Amerigo. So I have a ton of history with Amerigo and um, I've wanted to do this local legend because they are truly uh, a, an Amer a Nashville institution. So I'll give you a little history on Amerigo. They opened on West End in 1991. It was the second location from then owners Bill Latham and Al Roberts of Jackson, Mississippi. They are the oldest restaurant on West End, 1920 West End to be exact. They now have several locations, including Brentwood, Memphis, and two locations in Jackson, Mississippi. Bill and Al sold the company in 2006 to a company called Vivid. They rapidly expanded into Louisville and Knoxville. 
they were not able to continue the magic from the previous owners. Uh, facing tough financial times, Vivid sold to a new group that consisted of the original general managers. Um, so the people, so I used to work at Amerigo uh, way back in the day, 2001. Wow. And um, I worked in Mississippi and I worked at the locations in Nashville and Brentwood, started in Brentwood. Uh, I opened their restaurant Char for them in Jackson, Mississippi. And um, Bill and Al were absolute mentors of mine. And so, um, so was Doug Hogreave. Doug is one of the owners now, but he was the general manager in Brentwood. And uh, David Kahn and, and Jackson, um, Ben and Memphis, they, there's just some of the greatest people. And when Vivid sold to the original general managers, it was almost like the magic just came, the life came back to these restaurants. And these guys are some of the best restaurateurs um, I've ever seen. Uh, Doug has been one of the people in my life that has just inspired me beyond um, beyond anything, uh, definitely one of my mentors and one of my favorite people. And, uh, I know that this time has been a challenge for all of them, but if anybody is going to make it, um, they are. So since they, since they purchased the company, well, they created four top hospitality. They've expanded into several other concepts in Mississippi and most notably here in Nashville, um, etch char, uh, and, um, Etc. in Green Hills. And now I'm going to cough now. <coughs> and there's the place right next to Amerigo. Do you know what I'm talking about? Used to be Blackstone Brewery. What's Saltine. that? Saltine. Saltine. Yes. They also own Saltine. Um, and they've continued to innovate and create consistently amazing food for almost three decades. So, you know, they were one of the first places that I learned core values. And I learned that you learn, you use like the, the, the thing that they do really, really well is they execute on the fundamentals. You know, like the food is really good. It's hot when it comes out. It tastes good. But the service is always impeccable. And they like to use your name. And they want to know who you are. And they just do all the things that I think a lot of people jump right past. I think a lot of people want to go ahead to like the 360 dunk. And they forget that the bounce pass is really important. And America just does all of those things on a consistent basis so they've done it through innovation and their and their true north star uh, which is the impeccable service a fantastic environment and outstanding food um so if you go in there now i mean every time i go in there now i feel like it's like coming home i mean the staff that's been there for ever uh i'm sure all of you know ali and steven uh rubilio the chef um just some just some great people over there. And I wanted to talk about them today as our local legend because uh, because everybody out there is having a tough time. And I think that sometimes these local legends, people that have been around forever, we tend to talk about the new places and they are just crushing it. And uh, if you haven't been to Amerigo in a while, go in, stop in, say hello. They would love to see you. Um, enjoy cannelloni, veal piccata, the veal salt and boca, or any of their amazing pastas. And of course, you have to finish your night with an amazing tiramisu, which they are absolutely famous for. Um, we used to have people drive in from all over like the South, and they would come in, and they would sit down, and they would say, I like a tiramisu. And they would go, uh, okay, are you just here for dessert? And they go, oh, no, we're going to have a full dinner. But we just want to make sure we have the tiramisu, because every time we come here, we eat so much, and then it's hard to eat the tiramisu. We're just going to eat dessert first. Awesome. It's like, really? That's a thing? Like, okay, do it. 
So uh, you got to have the tiramisu if you go to Amerigo. And that is this week's local legend, Amerigo. Awesome. Here we go. Is it is it time? I think it might be time. Uh-oh. It is time for the Super Source segment. And Super Source is a family-owned, locally operated dish machine and chemical company. They are uh, they're fantastic. If you heard the What's the Delia segment last week, we talked about large companies with contracts and how it never works in your favor. And one thing about Super Source is they don't do contracts. They are adamant that they continue to earn your business every single week. So you really have nothing to lose. And right now they're offering for all National Restaurant Radio listeners three months of a free dish machine rental. So you can get rid of the company that's holding you into some kind of crazy contract. You can start buying chemicals from them. And as soon as you can get out of that contract, you can start with the company that's not going to make you sign a contract. They're going to earn your business every single week. And you know, there's something really nice about that. Uh, so give Jason Ellis a call. He's over there at SuperSource, just waiting for you to call him today. He will come out and help you out. He's at two restaurants now that I'm working with. And uh, so far, he is just absolutely killing it. His communication, he's done staff trainings. He's, we're using the right products everywhere that we are. And um, it makes a difference. You know, he did an audit and we were using five times the degreaser we were supposed to be using. Like, why Why did that, how did that company allow us to use five times? They kept charging us for it too. Like, he's like, no, you need to be used. So he came in and educated everybody on what the right chemicals to use are. I mean, the savings are incredible just by somebody helping coach you into using the right stuff, which is now more important than ever in this, this age of COVID-19. So... We have our segment, What's the Delia? Let's cue the really cool sound. What's the Delia? All right. Delia, what's up? All right. Today, we're going to talk about what's the Delia with air travel during a pandemic. So I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers here because I know some people are like, oh, my gosh, you left your house. But. I live alone and I'm being safe. And you know what? I didn't travel after 10 p.m. and coronavirus is only active after 10 p.m. That's a very good point. I'll leave with that. But <laughs> whether you disagree <laughs> or agree with traveling right now does not matter. This is just an informational piece for anybody that might be on the fence about traveling or anybody who just wonders what it's like out there. So I was your personal guinea pig last weekend. And I will start with some local BNA notes, and then I'll balloon out to some wider FAA regulations that are happening right now. Um, So right now, hours at dining, of course, I'm going to start with what's open food-wise in the airport. And hours are just a crapshoot right now. The dining and the retail and the coffee shop hours, the closures are already reduced due to reduced travelers. And beyond that, we've also got major renovations happening at BNA, which I am super excited about. So I would advise you to eat before you go, which, you know, let's be honest, I always recommend because historically our airport food options are quite sad. But I did notice that the new D terminal is open. I was a little shocked that the new terminal is only six gates and only has one new food option, but I welcome a new food option. Fat Bottom Brewing is near D. How is the... How is the terminal? Is it pretty? Like, is it nice? It's pretty, yeah. It's super clean and shiny and new and nice. And I 
can't wait to see what is next. It's, it's super cute. Um, I will also add, if you want to bring alcohol onto the plane, or, I mean, I can't advise drinking on the plane because I think that's not allowed, but just bring minis in your bag and your carry-on. I did visit O'Charlie's for a double mimosa, but it's only open for to-go. So you walk up to the bar, you get a to-go, and you can walk through the airport into your gate, which is interesting, and you can take your mask off to drink or eat in the airport. Um, parking at BNA is currently limited due to decline in demand. I usually lift to the airport, but for others who prefer to park there, economy lots B and C and BNA Express Park are all currently closed. And I checked on prices for what parking is available. Terminal lot A is currently $9 a day and terminal garages one and two are $16 a day while valet parking has reduced to $22 a day temporarily. So I don't know if you're an airport parker or a lifter. What do, what do you do when you go in and out of the airport? Garden? Uh, I am a lifter. Uh, I will use Uber or Lyft if I go by myself. If I take the family, mm-hmm. um, we'll typically do the flyaway. But this particular trip I was going to do, we were um, – my dad was going to take us just because uh-huh. we didn't want to get on – we wanted to not yeah. like get on shuttles. And yeah. we're trying to reduce the amount of contact we had with everybody else. So Sure. That makes sense. He, he lives two houses down from me, so. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's not it's not like a crazy thing to ask him to do. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so then nationwide, TSA has some new policies in place. Of course, they are all practicing social distancing, too, and limiting contact with the public, however possible. Uh, there's actually a website. If you go to uh, BNA Airport's website, you can actually track COVID cases among TSA agents listed by airport, which I found fascinating. It is interesting. I saw that there had been 14 affected TSA employees in Nashville Mm -hmm. uh, as of about, well, we're past the two week mark on that. So as of the 8th of July. So that's super interesting. If you want to track what airports are traveling in and out of and how many TSA agents, I mean, all this random tracing information is crazy, right? Yeah, it is. Um, so when you walk in and you check in, I noticed that the screen, like the kiosk where I checked in at Southwest was being wiped down between users, which I really appreciated. And the x-ray belt was being sanitized between, not between every person, but pretty frequently as I was waiting in line. I'm not TSA free flag, so I didn't get to skip like, like my friend did. But as you approach to present your ID and boarding pass, the stations are surrounded with plexiglass coverings, and now you keep possession of your ID and your boarding pass during the check-in phase. So they don't grab your phone or your boarding pass anymore. You just show it to them, and then you'll remove your facial covering. So you will be wearing your facial covering throughout the process, of course. Um, they'll ask you to move your mask so they can verify your face with your ID. And then um, one thing I did note is TSA now allows one liquid hand sanitizer up to 12 ounces for passengers. So, you know, usually we're capped at three ounces for liquids, but now we can bring 12 ounces of sanitizer so we can like sanitize the whole plane if we want to. Nice. I know. So that's something I noted for future travel is I will bring one of those and just put it in a separate bag and set it out. Cause it needs to be screened separately since they are exceeding the standard allowances. But I mean, really, I think a lot of people have been curious about what it's like to travel and it was super quiet and spaced out and everything was on time and quick. I mean, obviously you pair, prepare to take more time, but then be pleasantly surprised. You got done. You can have a mimosa, sit at the gate and get some work done. And 
I mean, I, I was okay with traveling right now. That doesn't mean that's okay for everyone, but it was okay for me. Did you feel like it was unsafe at any point? Um, I mean, on the way back, the flight was a little more crowded. I think everyone's coming to Nashville, you know, like they got to get to Broadway before they close at 10 p.m. Yeah. Not no maskville. No, I mean, sorry, yeah, no maskville. Flight was full. But at that point, I mean, it was a little, a little fuller on the flight back. But again, I'm wearing the mask the whole time. And I don't know. I mean, teach their own, right? Yeah, I guess. For sure. So, but get the big hand sanitizer, eat before you go, wear your mask, right? And what about, did you talk about booze? Yeah, uh, I packed a few mini Tito's in my carry-on. And you could do that? In a carry-on, I feel less than three ounces, yeah. Like, how many can you bring? Like I, brought, I usually bring, like, six. <laughs> I don't drink them all on the plane. <laughs> She's like, I usually bring, like, six. I mean. For one flight, I, the duration of the trip, just in case. It's like, I like to make friends. I mean, come on. <laughs> Somebody else on the plane might also have flying anxiety. And be like, please give me that Tito's. And I'll like, give them at cost, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's a side business. I should maybe pack more than six next time. Yeah. Like, ma'am, do you need 24 bottles of Tito's? Like, well, <laughs> they're $9 a shot if I would let you, because they're not on the airplane anymore. Right? I mean, and I don't understand that because they are passing out your, like, snack bag of pretzels and giving you a glass of water so i really think we're just giving the flight attendants a break because we're still eating and drinking on the plane they just don't have to roll the cart down because we only have water and a snack but i will say off the record on the record that i did get a double most at charlie's and then i got a coffee cup <laughs> and i poured it in the coffee cup and brought it on the plane Oh, you are a rebel. I know. Well, thank you so much. You know what? I I learned a lot there because I will be getting on a plane next week, and now I have a little better idea of what to do. How long was your flight to Florida? An hour and a half. Okay. I wonder I wonder if the alcohol thing is on like on a short flight or if I it's think it's through across the board. I think maybe it's depending on the airlines. But I think hmm. it's through across the board. Interesting. I know. Well, I hope everybody was able to learn something today. I hope that this episode of the Roundup found you well, and hope that you guys are all doing well out there. And, um, Dila, you got anything else? Just keep wearing your mask because you can still be pretty with your mask, and it covers your mask knee. <laughs> you got it, that mask knee one more time. One more time. <laughs> Look at you. All right, everybody. Um, we thank you for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. Have a great week. We will see you next week on The Roundup. Love you guys. Bye.